Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. I came inside this time, um, the last two podcasts I recorded in the rainy car, but I, I guess I have a lot to say today. (laughs) Uh, at this point I'm not writing any notes for these podcasts, so they're coming out in a stream of thought, but that's pretty typical of how I operate my podcast. Um, I mentioned that, um... I had an incident where my blood loss, my menstrual blood loss led to a hospital stay, um, actually an overnight and two blood transfusions um, to get me back on my feet. And the next step for me is that I am choosing a hysterectomy. Um, I spoke with three gynecologists and um, my decision to manage um, the bleeding for me is to choose a hysterectomy. There are, of course, other options. Um, one would be to try an ablation first. You can look up these terms if you have questions. Um, and then, of course, there are loads, thousands, millions of people slash healers slash opinions that would say take these supplements see this acupuncturist get this Chinese medicine um you don't need surgery and they're not wrong I don't need surgery just like I didn't need an abortion it's a choice that I'm making and there was a point where I received um, a private message from someone with um, a lot of suggestions and I noticed I've I know myself really well now like I I'm a hot mess but I know myself (laughs) and I noticed what was happening is that I was slipping into this place reading her message where the shoulds were flying in really hard and fast. Like, I should figure this out a different way. I should go see specialists. I should listen to what she's saying. I should, 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 should. And I stopped. And believe me, I have... (laughs) I don't even want to know how much money I've invested in... Um what many would call alternative healing, right? Like uh, network chiropractic, craniosacral, muscle testing, herbs, Chinese therapy, Chinese traditional Chinese medicine, supplements, um, <clears throat> acupuncture, like <laughs> we're talking like I am well-skilled in trying other things. Um 
And so as I was reading this message, I was, I, the shoulds just started flying in and, and I had to stop myself and say, hold up, what do you want? And what I want <laughs> is for a clear, sol- like a clear solution to the heavy bleeding I've been dealing with on and off for all 30 plus years of my menstruation. 44 years old, I started the pill in high school because my bleeding was uh, like atypically heavy. Um, Before I was even having sex, I was on the pill to manage my bleeding and it's just been constant um, in, out, management, um, figuring it out. And so I'm not saying that surgery is my only option, it, but it is the option that I want. Um, I want to be done. <laughs> I want to be done. I don't want to spend the next months, years, and countless dollars figuring out how to take care of this body that's functioning the way it's functioning. I don't want my life to revolve around strict nutrition and supplementation. I don't want to see, I don't want to be going to appointments all the time that, you know, oh, just one more, just one more. Um, I'm done. I'm just done with that game. And is that right or wrong or good or bad? It's just a thing. It's just a situation. It's just where I'm at. And there have been stages in my life where um, I've really put alternative medicine and healing and connection to spirit and nature and plant medicine. Um, <laughs> all these like things that I've tried are rushing into my mind. <laughs> Oh yeah, and you tried that, and you tried that, and you tried that. Um, there's been times in my life where I've really put those things on a pedestal in kind of a very judgy way. Like, um, well, this is the better way to manage it, but this is a different option. And um, I learned a lot in those times. Like, I learned there there's amazing natural medicine out there. There's amazing energetic me- medicine out there. There's incredible healing medicine out there. And there's great surgeries and great pharmaceuticals. <laughs> and there was there is a time in my life where I was very judgy about um about using alternative medicine as a primary, homeopathics, essential oils. Um supplements, all of it. Um, and I use all those things in my life. I, I'm, I use all those things and they are often my first go-to, right? Somebody has the sniffles and mom gets out her kit. I am the, um, sports parent on the sideline, like with all the alternative remedies. And again, I don't love the word alternative, but like all the remedies there and available, like, I'm the one with the arnica and the CBD cream and the essential oils and the, um, all of it, the homeopathics, the supplements. I will take a traditional, like I will take a medicinal mushroom supplement before I use my inhaler. I only use my inhaler if that doesn't work. Like 
I, I know what it is to make those choices, but those choices aren't better. They're just different. And I know when they feel good for me and I know when they don't feel good for me. And so one of the ways I'm navigating this, um, this hysterectomy I'll be having very soon, actually, um, maybe even about the time that this podcast comes out, is, is really similar to the way I navigated my abortion. And that was continuing to focus on, like, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but like, this is all very emotional for me. Um, Continuing to focus on what I want and not what I should do, not what someone else thinks I should do, not what someone else thinks would be better for me. And when I had my abortion, I wanted that pregnancy to be gone. I didn't want that baby. I didn't want another baby. And there were so many voices that said, oh, but you should, you could. Um, it was meant to be. Um, there were so many shoulds that I could have let win. And I gave my power to what I wanted. I gave my power to the choice that I liked, not the choice that other people thought would be better for me. Um, And that's what I'm doing again here. And it doesn't make it right or wrong. Like, not everyone is meant to choose the abortion and not everyone is meant to choose the hysterectomy. The beauty and power and like, true empowerment the way I see it in life lies in making really conscious informed decisions based on the experience that only you have access to like only I know what my body feels like when I think about a hysterectomy versus when I think about um, spending more time and money and energy toward avoiding a hysterectomy. Um, same with the abortion. And so I think I got, (laughs) I'm probably going to say this like every podcast I record, like I got a little off track or circling back. Um, But what's really important for me, for you as the listener, is to start tuning into what do I want and versus what what are the shoulds that are pressuring me in one way or another. Um, And sometimes those shoulds are like shoulds that you like the reason to. A should itself is not a bad thing. Like, um, I'm going to wrap this up and go pick my daughter up at school and and I should pick her up like do I have to pick her up no I could leave her there but that's a should I like um I should work with an acupuncturist for a year before I choose a hysterectomy is not a should I like right should itself is not necessarily a bad thing so we have to notice what are the shoulds do I like their source, their origin? Do they align with my values, my morals, my ethics? My um, do 
do I like them, right? Which comes back down to want. Like, do I want this should in my life? <laughs> or is this should someone else's voice who I don't want in my head? Um, and then the wants, right? Like, we suck in general at honoring what we want, particularly as women um, or those socialized as women or of any other gender than the primary, like, <laughs> way our world's been structured around um, white men, really. But we're not very good at honoring what we want. Most of us are not really good at even knowing what it is. So it's a gift to know what you want um, and then a whole nother choice to honor it. But what we want um, is such a powerful navigator. When I move forward with my abortion, I remember knowing that there was no way I was going to know that it was a risk and there was no way I was going to know how I would feel after and that it could be a decision I really regretted. Even as I say that, it's not actually true because it could have been a decision I really struggled with, but I made a decision ahead of time that I would have my own back no matter what. Even if I was facing what I'm going to call the demons of regret, <laughs> although some regrets are not bad regrets, some regrets are really helpful and useful. But even if I struggled after my abortion and wished I hadn't chosen it, that I was going to have my own back because I chose what I wanted. And I want to be a person who believes that what she wants in a moment matters, even when the consequences of it don't ripple out the way she thinks they will. And so I'm facing the same thing with the hysterectomy, like this could turn into something where I look back and say, oh boy, like maybe that wasn't the best choice. Again, so many places to go from here. <laughs> but what I know now is that this is what I want and what I want matters. And I am willing, I am making a decision ahead of time to have my own back around the thing that I want. And even if I regret it, I'm now regretting following my own desire versus regretting following someone else's desire. <laughs> and you can see how even should you land in a place of regret, this regret is, is a completely different ballpark to work with, to work through, to understand, to have compassion about than I regret listening to someone else. I regret honoring someone else's want. Um, way, way back in my podcast, there's a series called Honor Your Abortion and Honor Your Desires is number three of that series. And I just cannot stress enough how important it is. So those are my thoughts um, regarding shoulds and wants and choosing something where choosing something when there are other options. It's okay to say no. I don't want to try any other options. I'm done. Um, even if someone else 
has their own judgments and opinions around it. And it's okay to be wrong about that, right? Like, I may look back and be like, wow, I really wish I'd seen that acupuncturist for a full year before I made the decision. But should that happen, which I really don't think it's going to, (laughs) should that happen, I'm always going to know I made my decision based on what I wanted, not based on someone else's story about my life. So, um, as always, I'm here to help walk you through all of this in your own stories, in your own lives. I'm always open to and eager and excited when I get um, your messages and your feedback about the podcast, about something that stuck out for you, about a way this has made a difference in your life and your story and your processing. Um, until next week. Be healing to us all. One of the benefits of writing notes before you record a podcast is that you don't hang up and hang up. <laughs> How old school of me. You don't um, press stop and then have something else to say. And what I wanted to say that I didn't add here is that um, perhaps that was why I paused so long at the end <laughs> before is that. What I know is that choosing abortion came with its own set of challenges and its own set of rewards. And choosing hysterectomy will come with its own set of challenges and its own set of rewards. Either way, I'm going to choose to, not have to, but choose to do the work of facing the challenges and working through them and having gratitude and presence with the rewards, experiencing the pleasure of the rewards. One is not better work than the other work. Working through a challenge of one kind is not more worthy or of higher esteem than a different challenge. I do believe in the power of like doing the inner work, of facing the darkness, of um, getting uncomfortable and struggling through something in a way that invites growth. But there are so many ways to do that inner work. And whether it's an abortion or a hysterectomy or any other various thing in your life, there is going to be pleasure and there's there's going to be reward and there's going to be challenge afterwards. And both are an opportunity. Every choice you make in this life becomes an opportunity. And so I do think there's another place that I have found myself in the past that like, oh, this inner work is better than that inner work. Facing these challenges is better than facing those challenges. And maybe I'll change my tune again, but at this point in my life, I'm like, a challenge is a challenge and pleasure is pleasure. And we can grow through so many kinds of challenges. We can step into like a spiritual, um, I want to use the word awakening, but like a spiritual growth, an emotional growth, 
uh, human growth, physical growth, um, on so many levels from so many different challenges. And I think it's really important to, and I was just on a call with someone making an abortion decision this week and saying like, nothing I say or do and nothing you decide or don't decide is going to take away the reality that what you're going to face next is reward and challenge, no matter what you choose. And so your job now is to decide which are the rewards and which are the challenges that I want to face. So I think that's an important thing to add. I am going to stop now and go get my kit. And this time I'll say until next week. My plan moving forward is to not record like five. (laughs) Okay, this is only the third, but three short clips every time I want to put together a whole podcast. But we all know that this last stretch has been really nutty. And so that's that's the way you get these episodes right now. And who knows? Maybe this is the new style. Um, I don't have much more to say. I personally love this episode, except that I have since had the surgery. Um, I recorded this between two different hospital stays and at a point where my hysterectomy was definitely elected, but less urgent. And then it became more urgent. Um, the surgery date was pushed up to September 27th. I think I started recording that episode on the 13th. Um, So I'm in healing stage. This is day six, and every day is getting a little bit better. I'm really, really looking forward to um, feeling like myself again, being back on my feet, and um, whatever comes next. Thanks for listening, and as always, please consider sharing rating and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.